I've heard it said that the number one selling category in retail literature is the how-to book, with one in print and digital format to answer any question and to give advice from recipes to building a rocket ship. The Bible is a how-to book as well, one that stands supreme above all others, for it is authored by the supernatural, inerrant God of creation. It's the ultimate how-to owner's manual. What should I do? That question arises regularly, but in nearly all cases amongst the unsaved, and in many cases even among the redeemed, God and His Word, which houses the perfect answer, are not consulted. Bad, unbiblical decisions are being made that will saddle the doer for years, generations, and even eternally. Conversely, the results of the good God decision bear fruit for years, generations, and certainly eternity. Bad decisions are made in the dark. Good God decisions are made with eyes wide open in the bright light of the truth and are backed by the promises of God, the God who knows your future. He knows the end, your end, from the beginning. There are two doors, only two doors from which to choose. One opens onto good decision, Route 7 North Obedience. The other, second door, opens up onto bad decision, Route 7 South Disobedience. The end of these journeys is clearly marked. In the Supernatural How-To Book, that is the authorized King James Version of the Holy Bible, you'll discover how to find a church, how to select your friends, how to go on to higher education or not, how to choose your career, how to select your spouse, how to raise your children, and everything else from how to sleep and how to eat to how to live forever. And it's all in one book. You can fit this book into your purse or even your pocket. What a marvelous book. Have you yet to make your peace with God? The place of peace begins at a place on Route 7 North called Born Again. John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Born again means simply what it says. Born a very real second time, this time of the Spirit of God. At this place called Born Again, everything will change for you, and I'm not exaggerating. At this place, all your sin and its condemning shame will be washed away by Christ's cleansing blood. At this place called Born Again, all of Satan's bondages in your life will be broken. The bigger, the better. Today is your day to make a good God decision and live forever. Your soul is in your own hand. Follow me right now in a simple prompt as in now, and the most magnificent journey of a lifetime, even an eternal one, begins. Here's the prompt. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said Colossians chapter 1, 15 through 19 who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, 
who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence, for it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. God said, Revelation twenty-two sixteen. I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. God said, Luke chapter 20, 34 through 36. And Jesus answering said unto them, The children of this world marry and are given in marriage, but they which shall account be counted worthy to obtain that world and the resurrection from the dead, neither marry nor are given in marriage, neither can they die any more, for they are equal unto the angels, and are the children of God, being the children of the resurrection. Man said, So what if I'm depressed? So what if I'm bitter about anything in particular, or just about my life in general? So what if I'm often drunk or doped up to cope? So what if I'm full of lust? And so what if I'm covered with warts and lesions, STDs? That's normal, don't you know? Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 1043, that will once again certify the perfect inerrancy of God's holy Bible. All of these faith-building features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and as ammunition in the battle for the lost sons and daughters of Adam. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for coming. May God's mercy and grace be multiplied unto you and your home. In systems science, an underpinning slogan is, the all is in the small, and the small in the all. This is certainly depicted in creation itself. All of creation is filled with prophetic declarations of Christ and mimicries of Him, because this pleases our Heavenly Father. Consider Colossians 1, 15 through 19. Again, I'm going to read it again to you. Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? For by him were all things created, that are in heaven, and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones, or dominions, or principalities, or powers. All things were created by him, and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Verse 19 tells us that in Christ all fullness dwells. The Oxford English Dictionary has the primary definition of fullness as the condition of being filled so as to include no vacant space. In Hebrews chapter 1, verse 2, God's Word declares that God created all things by Jesus Christ. By God's will, all of creation by necessity prophesies of Jesus Christ from its beginning, from that which is invisible into all that you can see, and even forces that escape the senses. It is by necessity because God wills it. No vacant space. Several weeks ago, God said, man said, published God's signature beyond question, a feature that demonstrated the prophetic nature of creation from the sun rising in the east as the earth turns on its axis to the rock atop Mount Moriah on Jerusalem's Temple Mount on which all the universe focuses. 
We also address something in the body called laminin, a molecular scaffolding that holds the entire body together. This laminin is shaped exactly like the cross of Christ. Christ is not somehow co-opting these amazing Christ-to-creation parallels to support the narrative of his ministry. No, it is surely quite the opposite. Creation mimics Christ because it pleases the Father that in Christ should all fullness dwell. No vacant space. Again, Colossians 1, 16 and 17. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Without direction, we can't find our way. In days of old, really not so long ago, ships out at sea navigated by the sun, moon, and stars, and true magnetic north. And they did this with excellent accuracy. February 17, 2016, Andre Peterson wrote an article in the Washington Post titled, Why Naval Academy Students Are Learning to Sail by the Stars for the First Time in a Decade. The stars have been created to mimic the Christ of glory because this pleases the Father. Navigating by the sun, moon, and stars is known as celestial navigation or astro-navigation. One of the best-known navigation stars of the 58 listed is the North Star, also known as Polaris, and it always stays within one degree of the celestial North Pole. Compasses are designed to point north. Psalm 75, 6 and 7, For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. Note that one direction is missing, and that is north. To include north would would make the passage inaccurate, for promotion comes from God, and he resides in the north. The city of God, from whence proceeds living direction, judgment, and promotion, is spoken of in Psalms 48, 1 and 2. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, in the city of our God, in the mountain of his holiness, beautiful for situation, the joy of the whole earth, is Mount Zion on the sides of the north, the city of the great king. Those seeking absolution for sin are directed to bring their sacrifice to the north side of the altar. Leviticus 1, 10 and 11. And if his offering be of the flocks, namely of the sheep or of the goats for a burnt sacrifice, he shall bring it a male without blemish, and he shall kill it on the side of the altar northward before the Lord. And the priest Aaron's son shall sprinkle his blood round about upon the altar. All of creation and its activities mimic God and his Christ. Navigators of old used a prophetic star to guide them, known as the morning star, which rises in the sky just before dawn. There are more than one of these morning stars. Some well-known stars that are dubbed morning stars are Venus, Sirius, and Mercury. In Job 38, 5, and 7, God speaks to Job and says, Who hath laid the measures thereof, if thou knowest? Or who hath stretched the line upon it? Whereupon all the foundations thereof fastened, or who laid the cornerstone thereof, when the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy? 
Jesus Christ is known as a morning star, but he is differentiated from the rest. Revelation twenty two sixteen. I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. Jesus Christ is the bright and morning star. The passage just quoted from Job also speaks of the sons of God. There are many sons of God. In the genealogy of Jesus Christ, you'll find this verse in Luke 3, verse 38 which was the son of Enos, which was the son of Seth, which was the son of Adam, which was the son of God. Genesis chapter 6 and Job chapters 1 and 2 speak of the sons of God, but Jesus is differentiated in many ways. Two very dominant ways are he is God's only begotten son, John three sixteen, and a very part of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost known as the Godhead, Colossians 2 verse 9. Jesus speaks in Matthew 28:19, "Go ye therefore and preach, excuse me, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost." God said, "Let there be light," Genesis chapter 1 verse 3, on the first day of creation, for more reasons than we can fully understand, but surely for sight and direction. However, he did not create the sun until day 4. Jesus Christ is called the light of the world and the bright and morning star, and these physical things all prophesy of the King of glory. Everywhere we look, we see God's Christ. Hebrews 10, 7 speaks of him. Then said I, Lo, I come, in the volume of the book it is written of me, to do thy will, O God. Psalms 19, 2 and 3, Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Genesis 1-5, And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. Remember, there was no sun until the fourth day. On day one, the true light is brought forth from whence the word day draws its name, and it is a true light called the bright and morning star that arises for direction just before dawn. Many additional things can be said concerning this matter, but be it known that all of creation shadows the Christ of glory because it pleases the Father. The principle of the morning star will play out in the believer's life, even a life everlasting. After I read the following verses, or you read them yourself, go back and consider them one at a time. Should we take the passages literally? The answer is, of course. According to God's word, the born again will be light sources forever. We will shine in Christ's glory. Revelation two twenty six and 29, 26 through 29, excuse me. And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I received of my father, and I will give him the morning star." He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Matthew thirteen forty one through 33. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and them which do iniquity, and shall cast them into a furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their Father, who hath ears to hear, let him hear. 
Daniel 12, verse 3. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Revelation chapter 1, verse 16. And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. John 17, 5. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. 2 Thessalonians 2, 8. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. First John chapter 1, verse 5. This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. First John chapter 3, verse 2. Beloved, now we are the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Concerning angels, read these verses. Luke chapter 20, 34 through 36. And Jesus answering said unto them, The children of this world marry, and are given in marriage. But they which shall be accounted worthy to obtain that world, and the resurrection from the dead, neither marry, nor are given in marriage. Neither can they die any more, for they are equal unto the angels, and are the children of God, being the children of the resurrection. Revelation 10.1 And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was upon his head, and his face was it where the, as it were the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire. Even the fallen and their association with light. Luke 10, verse 18 And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Revelation 12, 3 and 4, and then 7, 8 and 9. And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his heads. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered for to devour her children as soon as it was born. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought on his angels, and prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Should these passages be taken literally? The plain childlike reading shouts, yes. We will shine like our Savior forever, absolutely literally. Revelation twenty-one twenty-three, And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. Revelation twenty-two five, And there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. Colossians 1, verse 12, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Matthew thirteen forty three. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their Father. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Get excited, saints. It's not long now, and we shall see him as he is, and it pleased the Father 
that in him should all fullness dwell. God said, Colossians 1, 15 through 19, Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence, for it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. God said, Revelation 22, verse 16, I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. God said, Luke chapter 20, 34 through 36. And Jesus answering said unto them, The children of this world marry and are given in marriage, but they which shall be accounted worthy to obtain that world and the resurrection from the dead, neither marry nor are given in marriage, neither can they die any more, for they are equal unto the angels and are the children of God, being the children of the resurrection. Man said, So what if I'm depressed? So what if I'm bitter about anything in particular or just about my life in general? So what if I'm often drunk or doped up to cope? So what if I'm full of lust? And so what if I'm covered in warts and lesions, STDs? That's normal, don't you know? Now you have the record. <laughs> 